We are all unique, and how each of us moves through life by working with the unseen, spiritual parts of us looks different. If one way you access support is through books, and you haven't tried the Soulquake Survival Guide yet, today's a great day to try it before you buy it. Head to the show notes where I have a link for you to receive a free PDF of the first chapter. Enjoy the first chapter, and if you love it, you can find it on Amazon Worldwide in paperback, audio, and ebook. Your journey matters, my friend, and reviving your connection to spirit in earth-shaking times can be a game changer. Welcome to another episode of Enthusiastically Spiritual. I'm your host, Teresa Shantz. This episode is sponsored by T&T Spiritworks. Go to tntspiritworks.com and grab the free ebook, You, Your Purpose, and Your Intuition. This mini, yet meaty, ebook is from the New Spiritual Horizons Program, a department of the Wayshowers College. Grab this little book and prepare to uncover some spiritual truths for your unique journey. In this mini morsel episode, prepare to chow down on some organic dark chocolate and digest some spiritual insights and spiritual truths from Francisco David Cole, also known as Tiger, with the Wayshowers College. By the age of seven, Tiger Cole had traveled the world many times. The son of Dr. Francisco Cole and Dr. Maria Cole, pioneers in personal and spiritual development, Tiger grew into a sincere, humble, worldly, wise soul. By the age of 14, he was assisting in leading a youth program, as well as sharing basic truths with people. At 18, he enlisted in the Navy and soon earned his way into the SEAL program. This allowed him to further develop life skills, high ethics, as well as critical leadership opportunities. After the Navy, Tiger returned part-time to assist in the college his parents founded. Believing in the philosophy, never take a job for money, take it for what you can learn. Tiger embarked on a myriad of opportunities and industries from construction to food. Upon the passing of his father in 1999, Tiger returned to run what would become the Wayshores College full-time. Since that time, Tiger has gone on to share in seminars, administer training, and run the college services in many countries. Desiring to assist and inspire spiritual leaders in their work, he has been a part of the inspiration and creation of five nonprofit organizations, all dedicated to making spiritual freedom a way of life. His calm, cool, and collected persona exudes his true concern for all of humanity. Today, Tiger invests most of his time expanding the college and regrouping leadership around the world. So grab yourself a drink, find yourself a nice, quiet place to relax, and enjoy the second part of a three-part series the interview with Tiger Cole. So let's talk, Tiger, about the current year we're in, which ends August 31st, and the new year, new spiritual new year, starts September 1st. So we're in a year of building pivots. Wow. <laughs> um, looking back at this year, it's been a lot of, it's, it feels to me like unbuilding and letting go of things in order for the foundation to be laid and then to start building putting up bricks again, putting up you know, the mortar and bricks. And it's definitely been a, um, for myself, a, a definitely a building pivots. So what would you, what would you, what's your insights on this year? Cause it's been a doozy for sure. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I think you, I'm not sure if there's a better way to say that. Uh, it, it really has been a time to examine, to recheck, review, regroup, 
uh, a lot of things. And, and I love the fact that you're using the word spiritual foundation, that foundation. And I've said this before. I'll see if I can't keep it nice and compact for you. But, you know, imagine that you've had the opportunity to build your dream house. Right? Everyone has going to have something that they're going to build, right? So imagine you're going to build your dream house. You have all the resources you need, everything you need, all the abundance, all the time, everything. So you're going to build this dream house. All the materials is there. All the people are there to help build. Professionals, right? So here you go. You're going to start building this beautiful house. But imagine building without a foundation. Right? So here you end up having this beautiful house with all this tile and elaborate things and beautiful paint job and solar if you're into that and all that good stuff. Right? Here's this beautiful house. <laughs> But it wouldn't take very long because it doesn't have a solid foundation before the house is under pressure. The house is under stress. Right? Love that word, stress. The lack of being at ease, dis-ease, stress. Right? And that's what happens to actually a lot of houses out there. As someone who has been in the building industry, it's amazing that if the foundation wasn't put well, how all kinds of interesting, weird, and wild stuff show up. Like the door won't close all the way. You have to shave the door or the cabinets and things start falling off. And then there's a crack over here. And he's like, what is all this? What's going on here? Why, why am I running? Pretty soon that person is running around the house, <laughs> fixing little <laughs> things all over the place. And they stop getting out of the house. They realize, just, hey, what the heck? And that's because exactly what you just said. It's all about the foundation. And this has been a year, and still is a year, to recheck those personal foundations, to recheck your communication with your spiritual helpers. Have that crystal clear, right? Make sure that there's no one, nothing that comes between you and your communication with spirit. And then also being clear with what you need and want. Because if you don't have that foundation, if you don't recognize the basics of you are a consciousness. You are a soul with a physical body, not a physical body with a soul, right? You are energy. If that message is not clear, then there's going to be a whole lot of challenge and you're going to wonder why things are the way they are. But the moment you accept those basic foundations, right, which is in that book that you uh, promote here, mm -hmm. The moment I accept those basic foundations, that basic premise, all of a sudden I can build a skyscraper because those foundations are so solid. I could do anything with it. I can go anywhere. I can do anything. Right? There is no limitation, but I need to have a solid foundation. So that this year has been a building pivots, which is the, you know, the coined phrase for right. this year. Building pivots has been so critical. Imagine all of the possibilities going forward, right? All of my desires going forward from this year. I am getting ready. I am setting the pace. You are setting the pace to do that. So it's amazing how important those little tiny things are. So don't be afraid. And this will be another message for your listeners. Do not be afraid to take stock, take inventory of where you're at, what is working, what isn't working, and build based on what you need, 
move toward, right? Because everything has a purpose in place, but it also has a timing. So just because I have X here doesn't mean that it's necessarily time for me to work with it. Maybe it's time for me next year or in five years, or maybe the time has passed. But if I, if I don't realize that everything has a purpose, but it also has a timing, I'm going to start struggling trying to have everything being perfect all the time, and that's not going to work. So what do I really need to do going forward? And the more, at least for myself, the more I've realized what I need and want, the more it becomes easier. I don't need all this other stuff. I enjoy success as much as the next person. I mean, you know, if I three Ferraris, you know, and all that's <laughs> great. Let's do it. But it, in the end, it becomes, oh, well, that's, it's wonderful to have a Ferrari. I still need to get from point A to point B. Now, I'd like to do it in style with my Ferrari, but at the end, I still need to get to point A to point B, right? It's going to help me get where I want to go. And so that's how important it is to have that foundation, to have that pivots built, right? A pivot point is something that you can always come back to. You can lean any direction, you can move, and you can come back home, home. And this is a very important point that we can share on is another way to look at building pivots is making sure that within you, you feel at home, right? Home. And because that's what all you're going to feel when it's time to go, right? When it's time to pass on and go, you're going to feel at home. It's home. You're not worried about the toaster. You're not worried <laughs> about whether the garage was left open. You're not even going to worry about your friends and family because you're going to come at it from a feeling of home. And that is so important. Imagine having a whole year, and we still have some time. Imagine having all this time to start building the pivot point of home wherever you go, no matter what your situation, right? Whether you're flush in it or whether you're dried up, imagine being at home wherever you go. That is going to pay you dividends, will set the course for things to come so powerfully going into 2021 and beyond. So that feeling of home, building pivots, is so important, so foundational, and everything that you've done counts. I know that, I mean, at least for me, I know, it's maybe other people too, you know, it's like, what do I get involved in? Oh, this is a waste of time. Or, you know, I got caught over here or this relationship over there. Or, you know, it's, you know, everything is valuable. Learn from it. Grow from it. And if you do, it was worth every single piece, every single moment, every single emotion that could have come <laughs> through. It was worth it because that will build me. That will set that pace. And that is becomes my new pivot point. Wow. And, you know, the uniqueness of this year building pivots is the fact that we all had to go home. There was no question. I mean, it's like, and what do you do when you get there? Do you? And a lot of people have struggled with that, was struggled with, you know, letting go of things. And, and then some people have not. And some people have been okay with, I need to let go of that and move forward. And so as you talk a lot about home, that's, it's just ironic how spirit set it up where, okay, this is a year to build pivots, to, to let go of what used to be and how you used to do things, come back home to yourself, which is, you know, that 
you know, you come back home to your, your physical home, but really it's about coming back home to who you are as a spiritual being. How do I work with myself? How do I, how do I connect with my guidance? How do I work with the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm, um, you know, and in, intuitive and I can, I can hear from my guides. What do I do with all that? So really getting those foundational aspects of who you are set in this, set in the stone this year is so important. And that's why I think working with the Wayshowers College, the tools and techniques that we have, and we've got consultants around the world, all over the place that people can connect to is so, it's so critical right now because as, as you know, I love this work myself. I mean, I can't, it's just amazing to be able to help people become free and to help people learn how to have the life that I have now because I can connect with my guidance. I can work with my sensitivities and I just love sharing that. So I really want to stress the fact too that how, you know, if you're in a place where you don't know what you're doing or need some help with that, Wayshowers College is a really good place to start. And also New Spiritual Horizons, which is a program of the Wayshowers, a department of the Wayshowers College which also offers some, some cool techniques, some cool, you know, um, presentations, master classes, but amazing consultants who are trained in t helping you with that if you need that kind of help right now as you're building your own pivots. It's, it's um, priceless. It's priceless to be able to work with someone who has the sincere desire to help you with your next step. Right. And and in the college, we have uh, we train and work with kind of, you know, the similar to what they call life coaches out there. Um, I think coaches have kind of gotten overused a bit. But for me, I love talking about more of being a guide. Right. Because you are unique, because you have your own purpose and your own path, I can be a guide. Right. I don't have to know all your dirty details. But when it comes spiritually, I can help you make the next step. And that's what I hear you saying is it's, you know, and I've worked with you as well. It's, it's, it's great just to be around someone who's making that sincere effort to make it a way of life and to have fun in that. Right. I mean, that's it, key. That, I love that. It's, it's amazing how the moment, how, how, how I can get caught and not recognize the simple sign of, am I enjoying myself today? Right. I mean, you know, if, and that, you know, so if it's not practical, it's not spiritual, you know? So it's like, where does it say that I have to suffer in order to be successful, right? It just doesn't work that way. I mean, I, I wish if that were the formula, right? Then we would have every, a lot of people successful <laughs> because it can tell you a lot of people do suffer, you know? Mm. So we know that there's something off with that concept. But what the great part of suffering is, is it lets me know that something's a little off. Right. That is the, the good part about suffering. If there's going to be a good part, it's just a little alarm to let me know that I'm not having the fun I need to be having. I need to move a little bit to the left, a little bit to the right, a little bit up, a little down, because suffering is just there saying, hey, you're doing something a little bit off. You need to adjust. Most people can't imagine living life without any suffering, right? I know quite a few of those, yes. So it, it, it <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And the irony is that suffering is optional. 
Right? I mean, is it, Tiger? It's really? Up, you, it's like you're going through the store every day, and you all oh, have a little suffering today, and uh, have a little bit of that today, you know, a little bit of that today. Thank you. But it really, it sounds silly for me to say it that way. And there's a, I'm sure there's a lot of people like, right, Tiger, you're up, you know, you're full of yourself, you know. It's not what you do, it's how you do it. I, I'll say this, this is a, a true story, but I love it as an analogy. I love it as an analogy. It's a true story. I was, we were coming back from a retreat, and uh, it was out kind of in the sticks, right, and the whoop-whoops, and we're driving back. As we get close to the city, we get behind this trash truck, and there was this guy who had these big dreadlocks, you know, and he was one of the trash guys. You know the trash guys hang uh, right out on the, on the back yeah. of the car, the, 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 the truck, uh -huh. you know? There's, you know, two of those guys, and, and these people were moving. I mean, these people were moving. They were like, grab the truck, boom, throw it in there, bang, you know, they were really moving. This guy was dancing. He was dancing <laughs> on this truck. He was doing, I mean, you can't see me, but it's like he was just <laughs> moving like he was in some right. kind of a, a, a par, you know, party or something, you know, it was like a clubhouse, you know, and he was just, his whole body was moving. He was moving his head, you know, and then he'd hop off the truck. He took off the can, he'd throw it into the truck and then he threw the can back and he hopped back on the truck and he started dancing some more. And I remember I was driving with, uh, someone was driving me. I said, oh my God, stay behind these people. I want to get a picture of this because it was so, you know, it, Throwing trash mm -hmm. in, our, in our Western society seems like a, a menial job, right? Right. But here's this guy. He's having a ball, <laughs> right? right? He's, he's the guy. I mean, he's just in it. Mm -hmm. He's just in his thing. He's, he's not worried about the trash. He's, not, he's got a job to do. He's going to do his job the best he can. It was a beautiful thing to watch. We, we followed that guy. I couldn't ever find my camera at the time, but... We followed that guy for like five minutes before it was like, oh, we better stop. And he was like stalking here, you know. <laughs> right. But it was just a beautiful thing to see this guy hopping off, feeling good, throwing trash. You know, it was quite inspirational. And for me, coming off of a retreat, just seeing this with my own eyes, it was a beautiful thing. So if that guy, if that guy throwing trash, going home, having to wash all the trash smell off of him, right? Right. <laughs> can have that kind of time, what the hell is my problem? Right. If I'm, if, right. If I'm suffering anywhere, what's my, I mean, I better go look in the mirror, right? Yeah. I, I need to go look in the mirror because here's this guy giving me this beautiful example, just being himself. So as we were talking earlier in our last uh, section where we were just saying purpose and freedom, feeling free, being free, sharing freedom. Right. Right. Just being relaxed with freedom. Here's this guy just throwing trash, being free. He didn't say anything to me. He didn't get off the truck. Hey, Tiger, how's it going? You need to be more free, buddy. <laughs> no, I, I watched the guy. I was so inspired. I still tell that story. That was years ago. That was years ago. He but exuded it was, freedom. It, it did. It was just such a beautiful, at least to me, it was so beautiful. And here I am where I, where I have to wear masks someplace or be locked down or whatever the what really at the end of the day is the deal? The deal is I've got some rules and regulations out there. I need to play the game where I need to play the game. Um, it still doesn't keep me from working with people that I want to work with. It still doesn't keep me from going really where I want to go. I can go do what I need to do. I will go find the people who are interested in what I want to be interested in. Mm -hmm. So if I'm involved in my purpose that way, 
then my personality of what's right and wrong doesn't get in the way. But if my personality is more important to me than my purpose, then I'm going to be at odds with what the bigger picture is and what everything is being set up for me. Going back to your analogy of building pivots. I, here I am building something and then I come and knock it down and then I build some more and then I knock it down. You know, it's like a bad, you know, two kids bad playing with each <laughs> other and they, one builds and the other one knocks it down and that one builds and the other knocks it down, you know? So it, just imagine a day, imagine a week, imagine a month where you dedicate yourself, where you will not let anyone or anything take you off the feelings you've come to be a part of. Imagine that. Imagine setting, coming off of this uh, uh, interview, right? And you invest the day, no matter what you're doing, into feeling good. And then for the next week, you are going to feel good. That is your direction. That is your decision. You're going to feel good, right? <laughs> I like that. I like that feeling. Yeah, I love that feeling. It's good. And sure, there's going to be some ups and downs. But what are you coming back home to? You're going to come back home to that good feeling. This is my purpose. This is what I want, right? And if if you're feeling a little bit low, you're feeling bad, get back on the podcast again. Listen to Teresa. Listen to some of these people who are doing this because it throws you right back up there to that vibration, that feeling of what you've come to do, right? And then pretty soon what happens is you build an inner habit. You build a new routine, and that routine becomes more powerful than all the other pressures out there. It becomes more powerful. It's, it, and as an intuitive, right, the, that clear hearing, the inner voice becomes more predominant than the outer voices. And it's not that I don't hear the outer voices. I have to, need to do that, right? Need to be able to work with people. But I'm not dominated by that. Someone can say, oh, Tiger, that's a stupid idea or whatever it is, and I don't freak out. I'll go, okay, well, I'll take that under evaluation. You know? So it's like having all those people are there, good little barometers to see how things are going. But in the end, I still need to listen, have my inner voice. I still want to feel good. So that's just something to think of. It's going to be a little technique for you all listening to this. Imagine having you dedicate yourself one 24-hour day feeling good, right? And when you, when you come off of that feeling, okay, regroup real quick, take three seconds, take a couple of breaths, get back into it. Fake it till you make it, baby. Right? <laughs> do what you got to do. I like that. But then take that to the next day. Then take that to the week. Commit to it, right? There's no, there's not going to be anything until there's commitment. He's right. You got to decide, then there's commitment. Right? Then from that week, boom, goes to two weeks. And before you know it, two weeks turns into a month, and now you've got the habit. It's, it will change your life. It will change your relationships, right? You'll start seeing things pretty clear, as a matter of fact, <laughs> right? So you'll know where you begin and end. You'll know what's all this rules and regulations out there. You'll know what's for you and what's not for you. It doesn't matter where you fit on the scale right now, whether you want to have masks all the time while you sleep or whether you say, screw that, I don't want any of that. It doesn't matter. It really helps you just tune into what you need to be involved in. And that's moving to that new year, that new spiritual year that we're coming to. 
Well, that's the end of number two out of the three-segment part interview with Tiger Cole. So until next time, keep your enthusiastic vibes a kicking. And remember, life's too short to not be enthusiastic about your unique journey. Believe it or not, when you arrived back for another life, you were enthusiastic to be here. If you've lost that enthusiastic feeling, well, there's a way to reawaken it. It's by embracing a bigger spiritual picture of your life as a soul and igniting the feeling of spiritual freedom within. So if you are ready and needing some more enthusiastic mojo for your life, follow the link in the show notes where you can access a free video series created by the Wayshowers College and start recapturing the enthusiasm you have within for your unique journey.